0: She is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on The Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, listeners. We want to take a moment to recognize the importance of mental well-being. At times, the show features sensitive material. Know that there are options, and you don't have to deal with it alone. Our continued support for mental health and treatment comes from Talkspace. Visit Talkspace.com to learn more. Q-Code presents Soft Voice, starring Naomi Scott, Olivia Cook, and Belle Powley. Created by James Bloor.
2: The cat was out of the bag, so I decided to tell Lydia
1: everything. First, I told
2: her that she'd got her job back at Hatchet & Sprig by sending Trevor a sexy video. Then, I told her that all of her new houseplants were made of plastic, and that she was only top of the badminton league because she pulled the feathers out of the shuttlecock whenever the other players were winning. I told Lydia that her marathon times were made up, and that she was not her local orchestra's principal oboe, she was simply a regular oboe and that people only came to her yoga classes because they liked her puppy. And that her puppy wasn't a pure breed Vimarana. She was a cross between a poodle and a whippet. Finally, I told Lydia that she drilled a hole into her friend Jean's head, and then sunk her body into the regent's canal. Whether or not all of these things were strictly true was beside the point. The important thing was to make sure that Lydia felt like a failure, a fraud, and a frightening psychopath. The day was now Saturday, which was the day before Granny Knight Night's memorial service, and Lydia and Graham with an E had driven from Graham with an E's apartment in Richmond all the way up to Lydia's mother and father's house in Hampstead.
3: Lydia! Hello! Hello, Mum. Come in, come in. And you must be Graham, with an E. <laughs>
4: That's the one. Hi there, Jane. Great to meet you.
3: Shoes off, please, if you don't mind. And this must be little genie.
2: Lydia was absolutely terrified. Hello, Lydia. Hello, Lydia. Of herself. Hello, Dad. Hello, Uncle Rick. But it's always better to be feared than to be loved if you cannot be both. Cup of tea? Coffee?
4: Coffee would be great, thanks.
3: Milk? Soy? No. Lydia? Just a coffee with no milks, please. Thanks. Lovely. Lovely. Go and put your things upstairs, then, and make yourselves at home. I've made up your ex-bedroom.
2: Lydia and Graham climbed the stairs to Lydia's ex-bedroom. On the way up,
4: Graham stopped to look at a photograph on the wall. Oh, my God, who is that? Is that you? Where? In this photo. That's me, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. How old are you there?
2: Um, about four.
4: What are you doing?
3: I'm... Feeding the ducks?
4: You look so weird as a child.
3: <laughs> oh.
4: No, I mean that in the nicest way. You look hilarious, like a little alien. Your eyes are so funny. Never would have guessed that was you, Lydia. <laughs> you look so different now. Luckily. Cute. So is this like your childhood bedroom?
2: Yes, but it's been, uh, it's been redecorated
4: kind of kinky that we get to sleep in your childhood bed tonight.
2: Oh, oh, the bed's bed's new. Yeah, it's all new.
4: Oh, right. So what was it like when you were younger?
2: Yes, Lydia. What was it like when you were younger? Um... Coffee's ready!
3: Coming! There you go, darling. Thank you, Mum. And there you go, Graham. With an E.
4: Thank you, Jane. With an E. (laughs)
3: If you just pop into the living room with Daddy and Rick, dinner will be ready shortly.
5: When did you uh, get your hair cut so short, Lydia?
2: Oh, um, a couple of months ago.
5: It's uh, very short.
2: I fancied a bit of the change.
5: Well, uh, at least you didn't dye it a strange colour.
2: I did dye it. Um, Coral.
4: (laughs) I mean, it looks pretty brown. Oh,
2: I I must have dyed it back to brown. Recently, just before I met you.
4: Mark, your daughter, comedy genius. Never a dull moment, is there? (laughs) Absolutely. So where have you come up from, Rick? Where are you based?
6: Based? Mmm, not really. Sort of Suffolk, but... All over, really. Asia? I came up. What was it, Mark? Sort of
5: Tuesday-ish? Monday morning. So, how was your weekend in Rome, you two? It was pretty sick, wasn't it, Liz? Um, yes, yeah, very warm.
2: Lots of tombs and. truth.
3: Dinner's ready. If you'd like to come through. (sighs) Ah, okay. After you. Oh, yeah. Graham, you're here, and Lydia, you're here. No, you're here, Rick.
4: (sighs) Right. Let's open the red wine. Smells amazing. Is that lamb? That is lamb. Help
3: yourselves to potatoes.
4: Wow, Jane, this is amazing. Thank you. Your house is so beautiful.
3: Thank you, darling.
4: I saw the funniest photo of Lydia upstairs, though.
3: Oh, really? Which one's that? The one of me at the duck pond. Oh, yes. That's one of my favourite photos of you and me. Well, it's just me, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I thought it was just Lydia standing on her own.
3: The picture of you feeding the ducks? Yes. No, that's me standing behind you. Really? Yes, in the background.
5: Oh, I always thought that was your mother. (laughs) Well, she used to take Lydia to the duck pond, didn't she?
3: Maybe once or twice. I used to take Lydia. That was our routine.
5: (sighs) Well, it doesn't look like you. Well, it is. It's not your mum, Lydia. It's Granny Nightnight.
3: It is not Granny Night-Night. It is. It's not. It's me.
5: Well, who took the photo, then?
3: I don't know. You, probably.
5: When did I ever take a photo? It was your camera.
3: Well, it certainly wouldn't have been my mother.
5: No, it would have been you. So it can't be you in it.
4: Personally, I didn't even notice anybody else apart from Lydia.
5: Well, I was there. Could you pass the mint sauce, please, Lydia? Uh,
3: Yes. What's the
5: programme of action
6: for tomorrow, Jane?
3: The programme of action is... Car arrives at 8 o'clock in the morning to take us to the church. We'll do the service, have the blessing, though what will be blessed I don't know, because we haven't got a body, but there you go. And then that's it, back here for supper. All done.
4: I've never been to a memorial service before. Will there be, like, readings and so on?
3: The priest will say something, presumably. Then Rick's doing the eulogy and Mark's going to read something from... What was it?
5: I found a poem about thistles.
3: Yes, and there'll be some hymns.
4: Right, yeah, pretty solemn. Will it just be the
5: five of us there, or...?
3: I have no idea. I'm guessing so. I don't think she had any friends left alive at this point, so I'm assuming it'll just be us.
5: She might even show up herself.
3: Wouldn't put it past her.
5: So, yeah, what actually happened there? Lydia said she just disappeared from the care home one day without a trace. Mm, that seems to be about it. Care home said they searched the CCTV but couldn't find anything. One day, she just vanished. It wasn't even visiting hours. The place was locked up. There must have been, like, a police search. Oh, yes. They searched for... What was it about a fortnight, Jane? I mean, she couldn't have gone very far. She was... 89. But they didn't find anything.
4: You thought about taking
5: legal action?
3: No, no. We just accepted it. Time to move on.
5: What a way to meet the parents, eh, Graham? Granny's funeral.
3: You two can't have been together very long.
5: What's it now, Lydia? About six weeks?
3: Uh, Four weeks tomorrow. Well, I think it's lovely that you've come to support Lydia Graham. That's a good sign... Graham's got a heart of gold.
6: I was, uh, wondering about Mum, uh, if we could share some happy memories. Uh, Maybe we could each go round and share one. It's okay. I could start, if you like. Uh, I can remember a very good day with Mum when she took me to Kew Gardens and uh, I think I, I, I was about 14 or 15 and it was a very nice time uh, hard to explain but we were with the plants and uh, we laughed a lot Lydia um, perhaps you have a happy memory
2: oh I, I don't know uh, <laughs> um, let me think uh, when I was 7, I, I remember I I accidentally locked myself in the bathroom and I couldn't get out. I I was very scared and I started to panic. And Granny Nightnight used a knife to turn the lock from the outside and get me out. Then she gave me a hug and
5: she she rescued me. That would have been at her house, I should think.
6: I don't remember. That's a lovely memory, Lydia. Thank you. Anyone else?
3: More wine, Graham? Or more lamb?
4: I could eat some more lamb, actually.
3: What about you, Jane? Anything about mum? Our mother was a bit of a character, Graham.
6: Any happy memories?
3: Any, yes. Were there any... Not sure, really. Maybe the day the nurse called to say she'd gone missing, or, you know, being completely ignored as a child, or going into the home every week to visit her and she wouldn't even say hello. So many to choose from.
2: Nobody said very much after that. At the end of the feeding on the lamb, Lydia cleared away the plates. The men went back to the living room and Uncle Rick opened a bottle of whiskey that he'd bought in Granny Night Night's honour. Jane and Lydia loaded the dishwasher.
3: That doesn't go in there, darling. Oh, sorry. Big plates go here. Oh, yes, I I
2: remember. Yes. Uh, My dishwasher at home is is a bit different. Same uh, spikes, but different places.
3: Knives blade down, please. Oh, yes. It's fine, darling. Why don't you go through to the
2: living room? Let me do it. Lydia wanted to say something to help, but she couldn't. So instead, she said, Thank you, Mum, for giving me a life. Jane looked up from the crockery and the cutlery. She looked right into Lydia's face, right into her eyes. And for a moment, Lydia became a self-portrait in the mirror. A clean, open wound. "'You're welcome, Lydia,' said Jane, holding the carving knife. "'But I suppose I've also given you a death. "'Sorry.' "'That's okay," said Lydia. "'Jane dropped the carving knife into the cutlery basket. "'She shoots. She scores,' said Jane, "'and closed the dishwasher
0: and switched it on.
3: "'I think I'm going to get an early night, darling.'
6: Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up,
0: The Conspiracy Tapes.
2: In the living room, Mark and Graham and Uncle Rick drank Morangi around the fire. Lydia joined them.
6: Uncle Rick raised a toast. To Mummy, Jude, Judith, Granny Night-Night... Wherever you are, farewell.
2: Three whiskeys in. Mark was ready for bed.
5: Ah, right. Good night, all. See you bright and early.
2: Six whiskeys in. Graham was smashed.
5: So
4: our appetite to risk is basically how hungry you are for a stab in the dark.
2: Lydia suggested that they call it a night. Oh, oh. I think I'm. I think I'm quite tired. Graham. Should we. Should we call it a night?
4: Yeah, no fares,
6: Touché. Oh, good night, Rick.
2: Good night, Uncle Rick.
6: Good night, Lydia. Good night, Graham. Sleep well.
2: In the bathroom, Lydia stood and watched Graham try to brush his teeth.
4: That was so much fun. Your parents are so great. I, I think we really got on. I think I definitely won them over. Lydia
2: realized that her hand was holding the bathroom door handle. Her fingers touched the lock. I can't help! I
3: can't help! I can't help! Someone help! It's all right, it's all
5: right.
3: I'm coming.
2: The lock was covered in scratches.
3: (laughs) Darling, it's okay. I'm here. I'm here now!
2: Oh <laughs> the tiny scars of escape.
4: Let's go to bed, Lydia.
2: Jeannie, bedtime. In your basket, please.
4: Oh, let her come in the bed with us. Woof! <laughs> what are you doing now?
2: I need to lay our clothes out for tomorrow. I'll have to iron them in
4: the morning. You're gonna look super sexy in this little black dress. It's
2: my funeral dress.
4: <laughs> What the hell is this? It's
2: a funeral clutch. You put tissues inside.
4: Ooh, hello. Is this a letter from your secret admirer? Give that to me. Whoa. I'm gonna pass out. Come and spoon me.
2: Lydia lay down next to Graham and spooned him. In her hand was the piece of paper. The piece of paper, which was scratched with red handwriting. After a moment or two, Graham began to snore. Without unfolding the piece of paper, without even looking at the piece of paper, Lydia knew what it must be, and so did I. Soft voice. Is it what I think it is? The piece of paper with red handwriting? Yes, Lydia. What should I do with it? Well, Lydia, holding on to a poem written in the blood of somebody that you accidentally murdered is quite incriminating, so you need to get rid of it immediately. Shouldn't I read it first? No, you shouldn't read it first, Lydia. You should shut up and do as I tell you. You will destroy it immediately. Graham is asleep. Slide away slowly, right leg down onto the floor left leg down onto the floor creeping out of your ex-bedroom creeping along the landing past the photo of you, yourself, Lydia at the duck pond where does mum think she is in this photo? there it's a blur creeping down the stairs Creeping through the hallway. Creeping along to the living room. Put the poem on the fire, Lydia. Yes, soft voice.
6: Oh! Hello, Lydia. God.
2: Uncle Ricks, gosh, sorry, you gave me a fright.
6: It's all right.
2: What are you doing, sitting down here in the dark by yourself?
6: I was just meditating.
2: Oh, um... Sorry for interrupting. Don't worry.
6: You can't interrupt meditation. What do you mean? Well, meditation is whatever comes, and whatever comes is always interruption. Now the interruption is you, so... Hello. H- hello. Did you come downstairs for anything in particular, or or are you just freedom?
2: Um... I uh just came down to see the fire.
6: <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? I do like the embers.
2: Burn the poem, Lydia. What have you got there? None of your business. Oh, it's it's just a um a bank statement. Nice. Burn it.
6: Are you going to burn it?
2: Yes, yes, I'm um I'm in the red.
6: Well, Lydia, if you burn the red, it'll go yellow, and then even more red, and then finally black.
2: Shut up, you imbecile. Yes. If you don't burn that poem right now, Lydia, you're going to get caught and you'll be arrested for murder and everything I fabricated for you will be ruined and you will be abandoned and derided and hated and you will never see the light of day again.
6: Do you ever have racing thoughts, Lydia?
2: Racing? Yes. Racing like a... marathon?
6: Like a marathon, yes. A thought marathon. Lydia! Sometimes in a marathon you need a break.
2: You mean at the end?
6: Or in the middle. Or the beginning, right at the start.
2: A break at the start?
6: Stopping at the start is a very good idea.
2: Lydia, this man is a fool. You know, you really remind me of someone right now. Or there's someone who really reminds me of you. You seem
6: concerned.
2: Jean! Uh, You sound just like my old friend, Jean, but... Jean, um... Shut up, Lydia. Died? Uh,
6: Moved. Moved away. I see. Lydia, would you like to do some meditation together?
2: Absolutely not. Um...
6: It's pretty simple.
2: Go to your ex-bedroom. Yes. Actually, I, I would like to do some meditation. Meditation is forbidden.
6: Great. Just sit down comfortably... And close your eyes.
2: Open the eyes right now.
6: Breathe in through your nose. And out through your mouth.
2: Stop that breathing.
6: And when a thought comes up, just say to yourself, Thinking. You
2: nasty, fat, selfish slug. Thinking.
6: Exactly.
2: Thinking? Do you really think thinking, thinking is going to change anything, Lydia? Thinking. Thinking. How dare you? Thinking. Burn that poem right now. Thinking. Please don't do this, Lydia. Please. You're going to make me cry. I only want what's best for you. You know I do. I'm sorry, soft voice, but... I know it can be strict and overbearing, but haven't I always tried to help you? Haven't I always soothed you and protected you and papered over the cracks? Yeah. Haven't I always done everything I can to give you the correct life and make you win the correct results that make you correct? Yes, but you never listen to what I... I listen to you all the time, Lydia, but you are wrong. You lie to me. You hide things from me. I have to clean up your mess. Please stop shouting at me. Burn the poem and go to bed. Thinking. If you say that again, you will be punished. Thinking. Thinking careful, Lydia. I would be very, very careful if I were you right now, because you need me and you know it. And if you say that one more time, I will leave. I will walk out of that door and I will not come back. Thinking. Lydia, stop it. Thinking. Lydia, listen to me. Please. Please listen to me. Please. This is very, very important. Thinking. Oh, you are such a disappointment. Thinking. There is something terribly, fundamentally wrong with you, Lydia, and deep down you know it, and you will always know it.
3: Thinking. You You...
2: (gasps) are
3: evil. Thinking. Well, Lydia,
6: I think I do need to go to bed now.
2: Oh, yes, of course.
6: I'm feeling sort of quite nervous about tomorrow. I hope I managed to get some sleep.
2: Uncle Rick, can I give you a hug?
6: Yes, please. That would be nice.
2: Thank you for meditating me.
6: You're welcome. You did the meditation yourself, and I did mine. Sleep well, nice niece.
2: And with that, Uncle Rick strode out of the living room. Lydia sat in the light of the glowing embers, listening to Uncle Rick's footsteps on the stairs. then Lydia got up. She turned away from the fire and went to the back door of the house and opened it and stepped out into the garden. (sighs) Lydia stood there, calm and still among the roses. You never left? Did you said Lydia what do you mean I asked I mean you're both the same said Lydia soft and dark what are you talking about I asked but Lydia said nothing instead she took out the poem the poem written by Jean The poem written by Jean in her own blood. With trembling hands, Lydia unfolded it. And by the light of the moon, she began to read.
1: Soft Voice stars Naomi Scott as Lydia, Olivia Cook as Dark Voice, and Belle Powley as Soft Voice, Amanda Lawrence as Jane and Granny Night Night, Christian Cook as Graham with an E, Andrew Johnson as Mark, Edward Blumel as Uncle Rick. Created by James Bloor. Written and directed by James Bloor. Executive produced by by Olivia Cook, Bell Powell, Naomi Scott, Jordan Spence, Ryan Cavanaugh Jones, Fred Berger, Rob Herding, and David Henning. Co-executive producer Chris Ferguson and Andrew Levine. Produced by Shen Yin He Producer Marlena Ma. Supervising producer Tess Ryan and Sandra Yi Ling. Co-producer Michelle Zarate. Original music and composition by Jeremy Wallace McLean. Q Code head of music Darren Johnson. Audio engineering by Ryan Walsh and Ben Milchev. Edited by Ainsley Baldwin. Sound design and mix by Eugenio Bataglia. Sound edit by Alex Lara peralta Casting directors Chelsea Block and Marisol Rancali at Atomic Honey. Casting director for guest roles, Andrea Bunker. Assistant director, Kelsey Adams. Script supervisor, Sarah Gerritsen. Assistant engineering by Neely Oftering. Additional editing by Alvin Wee. Production Coordinator, Brandon Wisner, Jack Friedman, and Sam Brain. Production Assistant, Nathan Yan, and Jillian Evanas. Post Coordinator, Rachel Yanover. Production Legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Hin Chun Liu. Produced in association with Oddfellows Post. Soft Voice is a Q-Code and New Name Entertainment production.
7: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: Are you ready for the ultimate Love Island experience? Join us on After the Island. We're going back to where it all began, Fiji. Love Island USA Season 5 is making a splash on Peacock right now. And guess what? Your favorite recap show is back, too. Welcome to After the Island. Join us as real-life besties and co-hosts, Elizabeth. And Alex. As we deep dive into each sizzling episode of Love Island USA. We'll spill the tea, interview contestants, answer fan questions, and give you unprecedented behind-the-scenes access to the wildly popular world of Love Island. Don't miss a single moment of the drama, romance, and unforgettable island vibes. Listen to After the Island on any streaming platform.